Have you ever been worried you're teetering on the edge of totally burning yourself out? I know I've been there. And to be honest, I've been over that edge before too. Working all the time, setting impossible standards for myself, and burning out trying to do it all. When I graduated and got my first job on a hospital neuroscience team, it wasn't at all what I expected. And I learned pretty fast, I wasn't the only high-achieving woman out there burning the candle at both ends. In this episode, I'll explain why we set ourselves up for burnout as recovering perfectionists, five signs of burnout to watch for, and one strategy to get your energy, motivation, and confidence back on track. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd. And you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. You've heard me tell the story of how I accidentally became a neuroscientist. Check out episode 117 if you want to hear the whole story. But once I got into graduate school, I loved it. During my residency year, I worked at a hospital in Halifax and got the chance to learn from so many experts in the field of neuroscience and brain health. I worked in a bunch of different clinics, including with folks who had injuries to their brains, different illnesses that impact brain health, like MS, dementia, cancer, and Parkinson's disease. And it was probably my favorite year of university didn't hurt that I got to live a short walk from the harbor after growing up in the landlocked prairies. Then I finally graduated, got my dream job at a hospital close to my family, and was so excited to start working. And I expected it to be a lot like my residency work. I was working in another hospital, so I thought I'd be working with similar cases on similar teams. Boy, was I in for a surprise. After working in this new hospital, I started to notice an interesting pattern. About half of my patients were there for reasons I had been trained to help with. They had an injury or illness to their brains, and they were struggling with skills like memory, problem solving, even speech. But the other half of my cases stumped me. Here's a typical example. Let's call this woman Marie. So Marie comes in one day and sits down in my office. She's in her late 30s or early 40s, and she's starting to notice that her memory is shot. She's telling me how she can't seem to remember anything. Her family says she's repeating herself. Last week, she left her phone in her fridge, and she's feeling scattered and disorganized at work. Plus, she's worried something's horribly wrong. Here's the interesting part. There was nothing wrong with Marie's brain. We had her do some tasks that look at brain health, and they all came back totally normal. When we tested her memory, it was great, even above average. So what was going on? I asked Marie to tell me more about her life. She's busy. 
She had a job that she loves and she worked super hard to get there. After graduating from university, she started working for a big company in accounting and was busting her butt, getting a bunch of promotions over the years. And she loves her colleagues and her career. But the thing is, they're super short-staffed. And she's been working long hours, a bunch of overtime, and starting to feel more and more behind. So she's putting a ton of pressure on herself to get more done, but that to-do list is never ending. And she's starting to take work home with her, and it's still not helping. Plus, she has a family. Two girls who are into dance and gymnastics, so her and her husband are taking them to activities every night, juggling chores, dinner, family time. And by the time her head hits the pillow, she's exhausted, but she can't sleep because she's dreading that to-do list waiting for her in the morning. Sound familiar? About half my patients were Marie's. Busy high achievers whose brains were healthy, but they were burning themselves out, taking on way more than is humanly possible, working all the time, and getting frustrated with themselves for not being able to do it all. And that stress and pressure was taking its toll. In our modern world, where that hustle culture is really put on a pedestal, a lot of us are getting closer to burnout like this. Busy has become the new normal, and we get a lot of messages about what we should be doing, like we should have giant to-do lists, that the busier we are, the more successful we must be, that we should be able to do it all, have a job we bend over backwards for, a house that looks like it could be in a home and garden magazine, we work out, and we only eat the healthiest foods all the time, and we do it without complaining. But that's not realistic. And when we put that kind of pressure on ourselves, it takes a toll on our minds, bodies, and spirits. The problem is our brains like to be comfortable. And when the messages we're getting from the media, friends, family, and the world around us is that we should be busy and hustling all the time, our brains take those messages in. They say, okay, to be happy, I have to be busy. I have to have a giant to-do list. If I do all this work now, I can finally relax when I retire, right? In 30 plus years. And it starts to feel uncomfortable to relax, to take me time, to do something just for fun. And our brains burn out. For us perfectionists and overachievers, burnout might not look like what you expect. You might be thinking, I'll know when I burn out because my body will be exhausted. Yes. But burnout can have a delayed effect. Have you ever noticed that as soon as you go on vacation, you're exhausted? You seem fine while you're working, but that first day off, you get sick. Or you sleep for the first three days of your holiday. Yeah, that's burnout. Because as high achievers and perfectionists, we can keep pushing ourselves. Pushing past the point where we really need to take a hard look at our productivity habits. And we only notice there's a problem when we get a moment to rest and collapse. And that's not a good thing. Think of it like this. Say you decide you want to go for a long run. I don't really like running and would never do this, but it's a good analogy. So you start your run. And the first 5k or so, you feel pretty good. But then you start to notice you're tired. You're breathing heavier. It's hard to catch your breath. Your legs are getting heavy. But instead of listening to your body and taking a break, you keep going. And you keep ignoring all the warning signs until you collapse on the road. That's what we're doing with our current productivity habits. We're ignoring all the signs that we should stop and change something and pushing ourselves until we collapse. 
I know you wouldn't run until you pass out. So why do we keep on that hamster wheel of busy all the time? Here are five signs of burnout to watch out for. Sign number one, every time you take a vacation, you get sick. This might mean you're pushing your brain and body past their limits. Your body keeps going while it has to work, but as soon as you finally rest, your brain says, yay, we can lower the defenses, which are exhausted and depleted, and you get sick. I've seen this happen a million times, to myself included. And who wants to spend their vacation sleeping or sick? Not me, and I doubt you do either. Sign of burnout number two. Your memory feels like a sieve. Left your phone in the fridge, forgot the code to your front door, can't remember what day it is. Yeah, I've been there. Our brains prioritize energy. When our energy is running low, like when we're burning out, your brain's priority is to keep you awake and safe. Memory is low priority. If you notice more memory errors, it could be a sign that you need to rethink how much you're working or how hard you're pushing yourself. Burnout sign number three. You're exhausted, but you can't sleep. Ideally, when your head hits the pillow, you should fall asleep in about 5 to 20 minutes. If you fall asleep instantly, or you lay there for hours staring at your ceiling, thinking about everything you should be doing, your brain might be burning out. Sign of burnout number four, headaches and muscle tension. When we ignore signs of stress, that stress and pressure has to go somewhere. Often as perfectionists, it goes into our muscles. We hold that pressure in our shoulders or our back or our hips. For me, it's my shoulders. If I ever take a deep breath and notice when I breathe out, my shoulders drop three inches, it's a sign I need to get up and take a break. And sign of burnout to watch out for number five, you're cranky as a hungry bear. We're back to how our brains prioritize resources when we're tired. Managing our emotions isn't priority. So it's normal to be more cranky or irritable or burst into tears when you watch a sad commercial. But for real, why do they pull at our heartstrings so much with some of those? If your emotions are feeling like a roller coaster, it could be a sign your brain is burning out. So what can you do? How do you get stuff done, be proud of your career and your life, and not burn yourself out in the process? If you're noticing any of these signs of burnout, here's one simple strategy to get your energy, motivation, and confidence back on track. Do this. Stop focusing on what you didn't get done and reward yourself for what you accomplished. This habit is a big contributor to burnout for perfectionists. Getting to the end of the day and you have five things crossed off your list, but all you can think about are the 10 things you didn't get checked off. Instead, train your brain to notice your successes. Here are a couple ways to do this. Option one, celebrate your small victories. I like to call these my Wednesday wins. Once a week, I make a routine of paying attention to what I got checked off, not what's left. I also like to write down my small victories at the end of the day. Sometimes they're really small. Like I finally got started on that task I've been procrastinating on forever, or maybe I got a compliment from a colleague. The more you train your brain to notice your successes, the less that inner perfectionist will tell you that you're not working hard enough. Option number two, review what's going well. Whenever I scroll back through old pictures, I can't believe how much my daughter has grown in the past year. 
Sometimes, because I see her every day, those small changes are hard to see. But when you see a picture from a year ago, it's impossible to miss, right? Do this with yourself too. When you're starting to feel like you're not making progress or your confidence is down, turn your brain back to look at where you were a year ago or five years ago and list all the ways you've changed, the ways you've grown. I know they're there. Your brain is just good at ignoring those small changes. Want more tips to get your to-do list under control and actually get stuff done? Check out my free daily productivity checklist. I walk you through the habits I use every day to get my brain focused, keep making progress, even on the days my motivation is low, and feel productive, not busy. You can snag your copy at drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Remember, the hustle culture that says you should be busy all the time is a recipe for burnout. And burnout can sneak up on you. You don't want to work that hard just to spend your vacation sleeping, right? But with a few small changes, you can get your brain focused on your wins instead of stressing about everything you feel like you're failing at. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.